here we go. Let's just not waste any time and get right to it. It is uh, shortly after um, episode three. This is Beyond the Cube uh, podcast. Uh, I am Bob. Um, to, like I said, we're going to jump right into it tonight. Uh, Vince, you there, Vince? Give everybody a shout yep. out or just let them know I'm you're here. here. Yeah, yep. in a twist of fate, I do not have my headset or my microphone. So I am waiting it with earbuds <laughs> and my phone. So. Nice. Um, we also have a special guest and series expert of Game of Thrones, my beautiful wife, Leah. Leah, say hello. Hey, y'all. I'm a little <laughs> sick today. I've got a little bit of a cold, so just bear with me. All right. Well, how, uh, like I said, we are about 10 minutes after episode three. Um, immediate takes. Um, do we, uh, are we happy with, uh, are we happy? Number one, uh, Vince, you want to go ahead and go? Uh, somewhat. <laughs> um, I did enjoy the, uh, I mean, I did enjoy the episode. Uh, it was good, but I mean, as for the Night King, especially a lot of the, um, especially a lot of the theories and a lot of the ideas surrounding him, you know, like, that whole part of it was a bit anticlimactic for me. You know, like, you really didn't find out anything more. This was just a straight-up battle, and it looked like next week they were just going to start rolling, too. And I'm like, but what about the story? I was like, I want to know. And But otherwise, I mean, man, this was definitely the uh, breaking the budget for HBO. That's for sure. With like the number of people, the effects, just how epic this fight was, uh, it was definitely the biggest battle that they've had so far, and honestly, the most epic. Having all the characters there too. Uh, how about you, Bob? Um, I, t- I tell you what, I I made notes the whole entire episode, which I've never done. Um, I. I'm literally looking at my chicken scratch and I've got uh, at least about 12 pages of notes. Um, I think literally pretty much scene by scene. Um, you know, I, I, it's, it was nice and it was a lot of fun to romanticize the idea of, of different theories and stuff and going into it. Um, and it's and thinking about it. Um, I literally was calling just mass devastation. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, and, and I was just like, it's going to be bloody, it's going to be bad. And, and it sort of kind of happened. However, um, just I, I didn't really expect to see it the way how it, it was portrayed. Um, it, it just was just like this onslaught of just this, like, this army that just is, is tripled, quadrupled, you know, whatever, a million times. Uh, compared to what you have and they don't let up and they are just nonstop just coming at you. And, um, you know, um, it, it was intense. I, I, I really appreciated and enjoyed the intensity of the episode. Um, man. And seeing, um, just, just seeing, uh, the way how, you know, some of these characters had to fight, uh, was just, uh, and sacrifice too. Um, you know, I think about Theon, and and you think about Jorah. Um, you think about uh, uh, just uh, um, you know the commander of the Night's Watch. Um, you think about uh, uh, like how you said, it, like Eileen. Uh, uh, I mean, it was um, 
It was some of those ones where it, it affected me a little bit harder than I thought it was going to. That's for sure. Um, uh-huh. Leah, what what do you uh, what do you think? Um, that episode was intense. It was a bat- an epic battle uh, for sure. I will have to agree with Vince. The whole romanticizing over the theories beforehand was really it was fun. It was um, really fun to take stabs at you know, where it was going to go and, and our low key, like, okay, they're going to do this instead. And, and, um, and so that was, you know, that was really fun, but it it did, it kind of, you know, it was anticlimactic in the fact that it was just a legit just battle. But I will say I was a little underwhelmed by the, well, I don't want to say the count death count, but the, (laughs) um, um, you know, character-wise, there wasn't as many deaths as I thought. Now, I did say from the get-go, I didn't think that a Stark would die. And at the very, very end, right before the episode um, aired, I switched up and, and thought, okay, we're not going to get out of this without one Stark dying. And I switched it up right at the end, and, and I was wrong. I was wrong again. So, um <laughs> But and I really I didn't think up until the very um, end of this afternoon that a Lannister would die either. I really kind of so. But then I couldn't call it on which one it would be. And turns out Mm -hmm. neither one of them. So. Yeah, and that's that's going to be interesting for uh, the future here, too, because now it is. And that's and and really. Yeah. and, And it goes back right before we started. Um, recording, I said something about it was really going in true show fashion. You know, it is, you know, really kind of veered from a lot of what was, you know, going down in in the storylines and stuff. And we're just going to battle it out for the throne at this point now, going forward. So, so, and um, let's just also point out the fact that my boy Braun was not in the episode. The entire time. That's a good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting, too, because, I mean, he has a clear goal. So we're going right. to see how that's going to play out, because he should probably be arriving, like, I'm guessing the next episode, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I would think it, so. I, I, I just wish we would have had a chance to see um, the shot where, you know, uh, Braun's coming into into, uh, uh, into Winterfell and, and all of a sudden he just sees this like insane winter storm. And, you know, then all of a sudden he looks up in the sky and sees the uh, the ice dragon with the Night King. And he's like, nope, yep, I'm out. <laughs> Turns around and heads back to uh, King's Landing. Um, man, yeah, that, uh, we, we didn't get that. That would have been great. Um, you guys. That, that so, might be um, how the next episode opens, though. I mean, <laughs> if he, like, walks um, over and he, like, sees all the dead bodies, he's like, nope, and just turns around. <laughs> the, the, dragon, the dragon fighting scenes man. were, I mean, awesome. And, and so in that point, I'm really glad that none of our theories that we discussed last week came to came came <laughs> to light because we wouldn't have had that epic dragon or not there anyways, but that dragon, that dragon fight was, man, that was something. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, 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 um, that was pretty epic. Um, you guys, um, I, I was, I was literally on pins and needles, <coughs> excuse me, when, uh, um, during that whole entire dragon fighting scene, um, it was literally, I like, I felt like, 
you were waiting for any moment for this uh the night king dragon to totally come out and uh just knock everybody um you know um for a loop i guess <laughs> never happened though um yeah and i'm uh man the I'm kind of sad because I had the Dothraki horde as my um, oh, like, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my army hit the, the draft here, and uh, yeah, they were the first ones to just go. Unless, unless you count the undead Dothraki, then maybe I get some points. Maybe, right? And, so let's. I I want to. I want to. So I want to. There's like a. I want to talk about everything um one thing that i do want to discuss though is um somebody that we didn't even talk about at all through basically well i think we may have touched on her the the very first uh, um uh, game of thrones episode we've done but melisandre dude like mm-hmm. didn't talk about her at all leading up to this and like you know she was like i mean she was the main one i mean outside of Arya and the night king you know but it really, even then, though, Melisandre was the one that that put that bug in in, in Arya's ear and made her sort of realize that, okay, this is what the role is, and not today. Not today, Night King. It's not going down. Um, and, and, uh, and just like, and the other thing that made me really think about this was how we were talking about the undead Dothraki. So, you know, the first thing that I'm thinking is that when she's starting off and she's coming up and she's telling Jorah to tell them to lift up their swords... And she grabs one and she starts chanting something. I'm like, oh man, don't be doing this. Like, like what's really going to happen? Like I, I thought maybe she was going to do some sort of spell that, you know, was going to affect them negatively. And then all you see these like blades going up and fire and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, let's go. Let's get it. You know, um, that, uh, um, that, that, uh, um, that, that side of range that, that Jon Snow and Daenerys had when the, you could see the Dothraki traveling, I was like, dude, this is so sick. This is the greatest. <laughs> and then like all of a sudden you see like this like formation of like horses just slowly, you know, and the blades just slowly like like fading out. And like, I mean, you know, like the Dothraki are for real. I mean, they're pretty solid, you know, um, but um but man, you know, to, to see the lights extinguished like that, dude, I was scared from the jump. I was like, I was like, this is going to be seriously bad. Um, and um, like I said, dude, like, right. like Melisandre I mean, with the Dothraki, yeah, <laughs> you were right. I mean, it was pretty bad. Like, in terms of like uh, just sheer numbers of armies, yeah, that yeah. was that was awful for their cause. Watching. But. Watching the Dothraki screamers light go out was kind of yeah. That was that was wow. That oh, was yeah. yeah. That was a very like reality set in that there is a huge army of the undead and like even then at the at that point when you see them all go out you see the lights extinguished and stuff you see the horses come back and then you're preparing for the retreat like that horde that was coming in and it was just never ending and it was relentless like. I, I couldn't even like imagine as a character like like just like kind of being in that setting and like having like you're fighting this like complete like I said unrelentless just like like never ending onslaught of of an opponent that is just like as skilled as your army and it, like I said like you you you're you're, you're slaying you're slaying and you you finally get a break next thing you know like the opponent comes back and he raises them all back up like dude come on. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, was... I was worried for Danny for a minute. Yeah, I, well, more 
more than a couple of times in a minute because even that dragon scene, the dragon fighting, I mean, it was touch or go on any of them, kind of. So um, uh, I was I was really, really, really worried about Danny for, for a little bit. I was, I was white-knuckled on that for sure. No, and uh, so the whole... Man, I I just want to visit those crypts because that was the like I knew as soon as he raised him up, like you know, one uh, he was like basically like face to face with John, and he's like raising everything. I'm like, oh man, oh, dude. Like, not good yep. in the crypts. Yeah, sure enough, they start popping out the walls, and no, I mean I know we had that discussion beforehand. You know, it's like okay, it's like those. It's like those bodies are going to be raised, but who's gonna? What side is it going to be on? You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it went. I mean, you know, minus all the theories. It, I mean, it went just the way like it was. You know, kind of supposed to. They, they, they were raised. They were fighting, and it wasn't for the good. That's for sure. But. (laughs) 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 Um. So the whole the whole scene. Let's 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 go ahead and talk about the crypts then too. The whole scene with um, with Sansa and Tyrion hiding behind that that monument, which mm. I thought was extremely. I thought I, I really thought it was going to be the end for both of them right then at that point. If there would have oh, yeah. been like like a like a, a, a um a slow a, song in the playing a in the slow background. song death scene <laughs> like. You know, kind of montage between, like, you know, uh, the relationship of of young Sansa Stark and, and Tyrion. Um, I thought I thought it was going to happen right then and there, honestly. Um, and um, oh man, you know, I I totally felt like a uh, Romeo and Juliet kind of scene coming on. I, I well, like, once especially when Sansa yeah. pulled the dagger out too. Yep. Yep. Well, I think that kind of comes into that whole anticlimactic, even though it was epic and intense there, you know, we still didn't get, I don't know. I don't. (laughs) Well, so this does clear the way though. I mean, especially, so did it uh, examine the relationship between Tyrion and Sansa? And it's kind of interesting because uh, now that they've explored that more, and the only other person I would have seen as like a love interest for Sansa is now gone. Yep, that I agree. Kind of yeah. Rekindles this whole part now too. So right. So when it's all said and done, uh, Tyrion and Sansa get Winterfell. <laughs> they, I mean, they might, they might end up with uh, what was it though? Uh, I can't think of Lannister's home now. Oh, Castle Rock. Yeah. They end up in Castle Rock, or I don't know. <laughs> so, um, you guys, somebody else that I want to talk about <clears throat> as well, too, um, who I felt really, really bad for this episode was the Hound. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it, it just kind of goes, and it makes sense, honestly, too. So, you, you know, his whole backstory, um, you know, getting burnt, you know, with the face and, and stuff, and, and just like the main way that you combat, you know, the white walkers is with flyer or was, is with fire, not flyer. Um, it, this was just a paralyzing episode for him, man. And, and to see him not be able to, you know, to basically have to cower away. I mean, really is, is, is 
is what he did. Um, you know, um, uh, there was at one point when it was, you know, he, he realized that Arya was in, was in danger and, he, you know, he kind of immediately flipped the switch then. Um, and, and that part just running through the different halls from the white walkers and, and kind of protecting, uh, Arya with, you know, the Lord of light and stuff. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, the sacrifice Lord of light made, you know, in order to give, uh, the hound and Arya some time, but, but still just like, you know, to, to, to see one of those guys, like, you know, the hound to me is, is, is a epic fighter. And, and then you just, he was removed entirely from this episode. And, and, and I just, I felt for him, you know, cause, like I said, I mean, he he's he's helpless. He's he's one of the guys that that you would sort of rely on if it came to a fight. And then you know, you're telling me that that you know that fire, the, you know, he is is the thing that totally negates him. That that was a, that was a tough one for me to watch. You know, that whole entire time. So now that you've mentioned the Lord of Light, I mean, so Azora High. Does that mean that uh, Arya is Azora High or? Is that something that is kind of like completely thrown out now that um, you really didn't get a backstory on the Night King, you know? Right. I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of wondering about that too. How how does Azor High now? Is that just gone or do are we still? I don't know, oh, man. Is it still in play? Yeah. I mean, because you would have thought that the person that would have defeated him, you know. Uh, would have been like basically Azora High Reborn, and right. I mean it's it's interesting because uh, the connection that Melisandre and Arya had, you know, right. at that moment, kind of gave me a little hint of that too, you know. But but it wasn't Arya that that dis- that defeated him. It was Bran. So that's what I that's what I mean when I say I don't know. I'm not really sure how the technicalities work in all of that too mm-hmm. because that's why I'm a little confused. Well I I will I'll throw this caveat out there for this. Um so as much as Bran lured the Night King into um uh into you know the area where he was at in the tree and stuff um you know i I kind of think that it was Melisandre that 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 you know had to motivate Arya to say you know, what do, what do we tell, you know, death? And, you know, okay. I, I really wish, I mean, because you did almost see, like, to me, I feel like if you rewatch it, you would probably see the instance when it was like Arya had that confidence because, you know, prior to that, you know, Arya was just running, running. I mean, she had to run. I mean, it was just this okay. huge horde of of, uh, of undead that's that's chasing them all through, through the halls. And so she's got to run for her life. But the one person that happens to be in this, like chamber that she's at that you don't notice or see at all prior to Melisandre comes out of nowhere and pretty much tells Arya what she needed to hear. Um, but with that being said, though, I, I, I do, I, I it does kind of stink to me a little bit, honestly, because like, you know, I, I was so hyped up for some of these theories and stuff. And, and, you know, the, the fact that we looked into all this stuff and, and like, you know, so, so basically Melisandre like just like gave her like the motivational speech to like like hey you know this is what you got to do. I mean that's that's cool but it just I in a way I I I just I'm I'm 
I, it would have been nice to have a little bit more. Um, and, yeah. and I hope that, I hope that we're not, I don't feel, I, well, I just hope we're not getting sold short, honestly, you know, and this isn't just turning into like a show <laughs> because th- there were so many great ways that these characters and these storylines could have been connected. And, um, you know, I mean, we still are, we still got a lot of episodes left, you know, or we still got a lot of time left. I don't, I don't know if you'd say episodes, but there's still a possibility that, 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 you know, that we'll get, we'll get something. Um, oh yeah. And then, well, so Arya, like that was kind of interesting with the Arya part because she, like in the beginning when they were first breaching the walls, you know, like she was all over it. Like she was taking them out left and right. And then as soon as she kind of like had her, like uh, as soon as she was kind of like tossed against the wall, and like hit her head, you know, like that's almost when she's like, um, it's like this is real, you know. <laughs> and then that's kind of when she went into like almost like hiding mode or just kind of like, uh, yeah, just you know, staying silent. And then when uh, she finally, I mean, because you can see it, like she was running away. It's like she wasn't armed. It's like she wasn't really putting up the fight. And I mean, uh, yeah, Clayton had to save her, and then. Uh, Melisandre at the end there, you know, telling her it's like, what do we tell the god of death? And then that kind of like snapped her right back in to where she was or where she should be. And then that's where she kind of got that confidence back. So it's kind of cool because it's like even talking about that kind of gives me chills, you know. <laughs> so just seeing that, just seeing that storyline played out on that episode, which I mean that was cool, and I mean. That was probably the only storyline that really stood out, like character-wise, for me. You know, um, well, Clegan, of course, too. I mean, with him being basically like paralyzed, like at the fire, and then yeah. like he turned it around because he saw that uh, that Arya was in danger. You know, so and yeah. this is actually kind of exciting because this means we might get to see the Clegan Bowl. So yep, we'll have to see. <laughs> kind of looking so, forward to that. How how much how much damage did I, I guess I really didn't pay attention. How much damage did the dragons take on in this battle? Um, because did think... it, it? It appeared that one of them got t- tussled around pretty good. It, yeah, it, so... it looks like Daenerys is probably is probably going to be okay. I don't know about John, though. Well, like, they'll probably... It just may take them some time to heal. I don't think any damaging blows. But also, you know, I think that cold atmosphere definitely put a hampering on their their fighting abilities, too. So, you know, they weren't even at full capacity anyway. So may take a little oh, yeah. time to heal. So also, uh, is... Um, I know that we've, I know they've talked about how winter is here. Now, does this mean that uh, we're going to kind of go back into like the spring kind of time? Or do you think right? that I winter mean, is going to be upon us and kind of fall on all of like, you know, the seven kingdoms? Right. I don't know because it's just, it's hard to call with it just kind of veering from the story, but. I would think that since the Night King is dead, that the threat of the, you know, well, 
I guess I could go back and check some of the history and lore because that the last winter that lasted for years. So what the oh, Night yeah. King just brings winter, and then when he's gone, winter stays. I don't know, and that's. I mean, I'm wondering if it's just like a seasonal thing, like us. I mean, I really, I mean, what we're in April and we're still in winter. It feels like it's still it's HBO snow and... marketing at its finest. <laughs> I know that HBO marketing right there. I tell you, <laughs> dude, they they can make it snow when they want to. They can eliminate podcast episodes when they don't want stuff to get leaked out. Yeah. Um, I mean, those those guys literally can do anything. They're amazing. Well, what what's uh what I'm not a fan of is, of course, all the stuff that we talked about like during that episode, <laughs> and none of it, it was even like brought to light, and <laughs> even kind of came to fruition, you know. I mean, I don't know. So it's it's going to be, I don't know. We still have some ongoing storylines, though. Uh, like who oh, for is. Sure because, yeah, because the, the rightful Targaryen heir, which, I mean, uh-huh. that's going to have to come to a head at some point. You know, they're going to go to King's Landing and, you know, you got Cersei and, and uh, Euron doing their thing. And let's not forget, Yara's getting the Iron Island islands ready but now we really don't need them in the reason that they thought so because that was going to be uh, Daenerys' retreat I don't know man you see you saw the uh, the ships in the preview for the next episode with the the ships with the Targaryen uh, yeah I saw that yeah so I mean Uh, that's going to be Yara yeah why also mm-hmm. so you have like you know that they have ships and you know that they have a bunch of people at sea. Why would you attack the sea even at all? You know? Yeah. Why not just kinda like try and draw them on land? Be like, you know what? It's like we know that you are better at this uh better on the water. It's like we'll just take King's Landing from land and we'll just stand here and wait for you. You know? It's like what you gonna do? Oh man, yeah. I I I'm just really ready to kind of see where all this is going to go. Um, you know, because to me, you know, I, I would I as as a fan, I was more fearful, honestly, of the uh, um of, of the White Walkers and the Night King more so than I felt that um I was afraid of the Lannister army and the Gold Company. Um. You know the the ice dragon came in and just had nothing but absolute total carnage and devastation, and mm-hmm. it's you know the rebuild effort that's that's going to need to take place in Winterfell. Like, I mean, you know, oh man, <laughs> you know, just you know, th- just the cleanup. I mean, just all of it. Yeah, um, but um, you know, t- so to recoup and heal and into into plan to to you know. Like how they sort of said it in the teasers going into the next episode that, yeah, you know, we won this battle. But now, you know, the last battle is, is you know, at King's Landing. So, um, man, I, I like I said, I just don't know, man. Like I I, um, I, I don't I feel like I'm not going to be disappointed, you know, but but like yeah. I said, like I just I I hope that it wasn't like like this was the battle, you know, and and I, I feel like yeah. this was like this this could have been everything, really, you know, um, and I, like I said, I don't know, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Like, I feel like this was everything because I mean, like, 
I don't know. This was this was the battle for basically humanity, you know, and it was the battle for down. humanity. And now yeah, we gotta now go deal with it down. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So I don't know. I'm I'm almost feeling like uh, I'm almost feeling like history might repeat itself a little here too. Uh, I don't know if Cersei trusts Jamie enough to let him get that close now, you know? Right. But right. um and you know what? That he can still he can still fulfill the uh Azor High um right. like legend. You know, it's entirely possible. Yep. yep. So we'll see. The I know that the death pool wasn't as the death pool isn't as filled as it uh as we had imagined it was gonna be. Uh that's for sure. <laughs> It, it. I feel like it was. It was still. I mean, you know, the, the death toll. You look at the. You look. You look at what's displayed um, in Winterfell right now. And uh, I mean, what, dude? Oh my gosh, we're talking like it's millions <laughs> everywhere. Um, and we're all like, eh, there wasn't enough dead people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of dead people there. Um, no, but uh, as far as the main characters go, yeah. Um, I. I um, hold up. Let me bring up. Um, the predictions, yeah, because they're, uh, I, and you know, no, you we guys, did awful. we did terrible on that. We did, and it's really <laughs> funny. Is I actually, when we brought it up, brought up the list from the first discussion the other day, mine was really short compared to you guys, mm-hmm. and I added and I added to it peer pressure. We made we forced you to, that's what it was. So, where <laughs> my whole life I've thought that I've been a leader, I've just found out that I'm a follower. <laughs> It was it was the convincingness of, of Vince is what it was. Or probably me. I was just I was way into uh way too drunk off of the uh the Game of Thrones uh, marketing HBO stuff, um Kool-Aid juice. Yeah. Um okay. I was I was but, honestly looking for it where the like I said, like I was like, there's a possibility where a battle doesn't happen and it's like the Night King <laughs> just takes whatever he wants from wherever. Well like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm seriously not gonna lie. So the whole entire time, I never said this at all. But but the whole entire time, I was thinking like, okay, so if we if we get trolled thinking that this is gonna happen, like <laughs> like it would be like there's it's kind of messed up. But that just means that there's going to be one monstrous like monstrosity of a oh, battle yeah. that's gonna be epic beyond and like the like bigger than what we than what we just witnessed if that was gonna happen. And so like in the beginning when like you're just seeing nothing for the longest time. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, Vince is right. Like, like once we shot off like the fireball catapults, I was like, now if we don't see nothing lit up down over here, once these things fall, and, like, and there's literally nothing there. Like Vince called it. Like, like you just, you just see the, <laughs> you just see the Darth directly like ride out. And then it's like, you just see like the wall of fire. And then it kind of just like moves to the left and moves to the right. And then like starts getting closer. It's like, what happened? It's like, mm. uh, it's like we didn't find anyone out there. <laughs> I'm like thinking of like what we call it the uh, the scene in um oh my god in uh, Spaceballs, you know where they're coming yeah. the desert. That is basically the scene I'm thinking. You know, here we, we go splicing we, uh, we more shit. Game of Thrones into movies. <laughs> we ain't found shit. That's what he said. Yep. <laughs> But now we all thought Podrick was going yep. to lose it. Oh yep. yeah. Okay. So um just to revisit the predictions. Um so me, um, so I had 
Theon, Brienne, Tyrion, Jamie, Tormund, Podrick, and the Commander of the Night's Watch. So technically, I had two right, but I, I pretty much guessed the whole entire cast. So um, <laughs> I, I don't know how that really falls in percentages. Um, Vince, you had Podrick, Jamie, Commander of the Night's Watch, Tormund, and you also threw the caveat of the mountain because that's when yep. we were saying that we were going to get the uh, the side uh, attack, um, and yeah. unfortunately, that did happen as well, too. So, um, Leah, you have Podrick, Davos, Theon, and Commander of the Night's Watch. So I, I feel like, technically, you probably were more accurate yeah. with your predictions on this than really me and Vince were, hence the, um, the special <laughs> you know series uh, um, uh, uh, correspondent. <laughs> I got a title now. That's it. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's like so that works out to like zero points according to our and compared to our <laughs> right, like negative right, right. three and negative I, four or something like that. I, <laughs> I would I I would have held strong though with my Davos and Podrick all the way to <laughs> I well I did. I really I thought that they, you know, I, I thought it was time for them to go. Man, so um, Melisandre, we didn't see it all. Uh, yeah. Liana Mormont um, was another one too. Yeah. Um, Although I there? did mark her dead, I did mark her dead on the sheet today. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Very true. So yes, if you're listening to this, I mean, technically, you probably still could get in, but um, we're probably oh, going to have to deduct so points. Oh, yeah. Samuel, is he? So I I saw that he was like on the bottom of a pile of bodies, you know. Well, but and it I almost necessarily mean I, he's dead. I kind of meant to bring this up too. Now there might be a couple that we haven't realized, or that are on their like last leg and still may at the beginning of the next, or you know, maybe in the ones that they say are dead. You know, there were a couple mm-hmm. of them that we didn't really see. Uh, at the end, so I mean, there is still hope for more death. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, we're it, gonna it have just... that last battle too. So, I yeah. mean, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure one of the one of the uh, shows coming up will. I'm sure we'll talk about uh, who, basically, who is essential. You know, like who needs mm-hmm. to live for the realm to kind of, I don't know, survive or like still be around. Um. I'm still kind of like shocked that Varys was still at Winterfell and not, yeah. you know, like anywhere else. Yeah. It's like, I know what's going on here. It's like, peace. I'm out. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, uh, dude. So um, we are actually right now, um, Leah's got a clip of. Um, Arya killing the Night King and that it epicness of no, it was Bran. <laughs> um, dude, yeah, uh, it, it, it just that that was the other thing that I was thinking about too. So you know, of course, you always have the shot of Jon Snow like taking on a million dead people. You know, he's the only one around in in this uh, um, in the shot when he's running after the Night King, and I'm just like. You you know you're not gonna get there, <laughs> and you <laughs> and you slowly see like the Night King raises up his hand, and then like you're thinking like honestly, I, for a second I was just like, okay, John, just get there, get there, because if you take him out, then you're taking everybody out, and then I'm like, you know, does he have to? Does the Night King technically have to like? Is it like a, a five second rule or like a fifteen second rule where he's gotta he's gotta raise his hand for fifteen seconds in order to raise people like? 
and it's like is it the thing like when he starts his motion like he's forced to have to continue and he can't like combat or like react anything so like man yeah you know and then all of a sudden you just see like these hordes of just undead people rising and and you know here's Jon Snow again of course just killing everybody and killing everything inside <laughs> he's he's got to take on a, a dang undead ice dragon you know for for peep's sake jeez i know and i think the uh i think the undertaker move that the ice king was doing was just for show like, <laughs> i think he could have just stood there and just raised them you know like i think <laughs> that part was just a uh yeah just a throwback to the uh, 90s, uh, 90s WWF era of uh, fireworks. So, <laughs> so Game, Game of Thrones is going to continue on once it's through after these next couple episodes as a WWE content character. You'll find him. You'll see him as the Night King. <laughs> hey, the the drama is the drama is just about at that level. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, like, man. wait a second, who's going to be the champ? Daenerys or John? <laughs> first, they have to, first, they have to tag team to take down Cersei Lannister and the Mountain. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's a mixed tag match right there. Come it on. Is. It's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> oh, man. I bet we pull some dirty moves to take down the Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was about to make more wrestling uh, references, but never mind. I'm out. <laughs> so yeah, we're just we're looking at a few things on Twitter, and if we remember correctly, in episode one of this season, when everybody reunites and um, Arya and Arya goes to see Bran for the first time, and Bran's sitting out there exactly where he was at in this episode. He does happen to hand her a dagger. Um, oh. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Man. So I I, um, I was thinking that I needed to make a shirt after this uh, episode. And <laughs> the only thing really that I could, I could really think of um, was just how badass Arya was. Tonight, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I mean, Arya just, just continues to just wow me <laughs> this mm-hmm. this season. Um, uh, She's the new America's sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I almost. I don't know. Um, just, just the, the fighting skills taking on everybody. Um, and. Um, Dude, yeah, just even her her slipping through whatever was that a library? Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. seems good. Good point. Um, yes, yeah, her slipping through that, oh, was, that was so intense. Was was yeah, it was intense. But her <laughs> her ninja skills, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. What? Uh, hmm. I'm thinking, what's the so Leah? What was your favorite uh like part or like scene of this episode? My favorite, oh, it would have to be, it would have to be probably the dra- the dragon fight or Arya, um, just the running and the, because that was, 
that show, you know, Arya doesn't show a lot of vulnerability um, a lot of mm. times either. And, and she was literally running for her life and she's ran yep. for her life before, but this took on, a, you know, a whole nother meaning because I mean, all she could do was run. So, um, so that, uh, it, it'd have to be, I don't know, a toss up between those two though, for sure. There you go. How about you, Bob? Um, the, the, really those, those were my, um, honestly, the, the, <laughs> when you said the question, those were the immediate first two things that, um, I <laughs> thought of also as well too. However, just, uh, uh, to talk about other things, um, you know, I think Theon protecting Bran throughout the whole entire um, uh-huh. battle, um, you know, and protecting him from the Night King, um, even when, you know, he's he's got, he's down to his very last arrow, he goes and reaches and there's nothing. And he is still just, um, um, th- that whole transformation and, and, and the fact that, like, you know, he looked at Bran and, and even before they started, you know, he was just like, sorry, and, and, and Bran says, you know, every decision that you made led you to here. And um, and that he 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 stayed true to his word. You know, I I thought for a second, you know, I was like, oh man, is, is Theon gonna roll, you know, Bran over to the Night King, you know, and, and, and just turn him over and, and then he's gonna have to deal with the fact that like, you know, you know, he gave up uh Bran, but but he he ran at the Night King very well, knowing what the fate of that was going to be, and um, uh, just as much honor that he could possibly redeem. I feel like he 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 did. Um, he he got to a point with me where I couldn't even stand to look at him, and just like just was disgusted with um, um, some of the things that he did, and, and just some of the uh, the backstabbing that he did to to, to very important characters and um and his story you know in this series i feel um was was um what was it was 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 a pretty good one honestly so um so i i'll go ahead and, and say theon and, and also in the same aspect to jorah as well to you jorah protecting yeah. uh D- denarius you know he it was always it was always in the friendship zone and he took it to the ultimate <laughs> level <laughs> basically um so so rip rip house mormont <laughs> rip house mormont yeah. for sure that was yeah, a nice description true. of theon bob i just need you to know that because uh, you. sometimes you know you're a little questionable on on how you uh, describe things. That was a very nicely said thing about, Hey, I could do it sometimes. Vince, um, (laughs) what about you? What was your, what was your favorite uh, part in this episode? No, mine is probably actually that, uh, that final scene with Theon also, you know, when, um, yeah, when he had protected him all to that point where like the white walkers were just waiting for the Night King's arrival. And then, even then, just the words that uh, Bran exchanges with him, you know, saying, you know, like, thank you, and it's like, you're a good man. Yes. And, yeah, and then it's like, I like, at the end there, like, there was, there was honestly hope for me that he was going to be the one who was going to take out the Night King, because it's like, even after he was, like, stabbed, like, you know, he had some yeah. life in him. Yes. And I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, man, I was like, that is going to be pretty epic. Yeah. But um, no, 
and then uh yeah like yeah just couldn't just didn't have the energy to do that you know but um yeah. no he no his i mean his story was amazing through the whole series and then uh yeah the way he went was uh pretty epic too you know like he definitely served his purpose in the story um yeah and do kind of feel bad for uh house Greyjoy also though cuz yeah they're right about there too now where like the Mormons uh, are now gone. Uh, the Greyjoys are just about gone depending on how, uh, depending on how the whole thing plays out with uh, Euron and Cersei, Euron. you know? Right. So we'll, we'll have to see. I don't, I don't foresee that being good, like a good ending at all for either of them. <laughs> but uh, this is George R. R. Martin. So, Maybe they're the two that are gonna end up winning the Iron Throne. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Which in in you called House Lannister, yeah. right? Yep. I am all about oh. the Lannister. Well, maybe not that one, but you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man. Well, um... well, we still have we still have the stag that shows up too, though. You know, like in the credits, sure. like you're saying for Brathian, like. The only way that I can see that actually happening is uh, Gendry, you know. Right. So I don't know. We'll we'll have to see how uh, House Baratheon is represented in here too. Because, but now, right now you know something that I've noticed um, in just rewatching. Because uh, I've watched the first one like twice now, and I, well, three times, and I've watched the second one again right before this one aired. And, uh, but I think it's in the first one, you know, he tells Arya that he's Robert's bastard. So the mm-hmm. knowledge is there. The knowledge, <clears throat> excuse me, the knowledge has been put out there. And obviously, you know, there's like little tidbits here and there. And that's also, you know, why people pick up on the wrong things and, and all the theories, you know, get to float around. But still, um, you know, he put that, he told her. And she's got that knowledge, so I feel like that it will absolutely come into play again, because it, you know, it. I don't think it would have been said, you know, it. It wouldn't have been said otherwise. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I mean, yeah, since the beginning, like they knew. I mean, they knew that he had the blood, you know, and then uh, when. Well, I mean, like well. the red witch. The red witch knows that. And now she's dead. I can't. Does Davos mm. know that? Know that about him? Yeah, because he. I think he was the one that actually saved Gendry, because Melisandre uh, right. was going to but, sacrifice him because he had the blood yeah. of a king. So Davos but was my, like, my uh, thing, "No, we're getting out of here." Right. Well, my thing is, is like you know, just not a whole lot of people have you know know that even and. Mm. Uh, you know, just one more does now, so I don't know how that'll. But I feel like it will come back into play. So that's you know, to like the stag is there. So. Yep. Oh yeah, and it's kind of crazy how uh, how many families were kind of like wiped out during this whole series. You know. Very so, true. I I, I think two two other scenes I want to talk about really quick. Um, that that I think were really cool. That that I. I you know, I just kind of wanted to highlight really quick. Um, you know, like we said, um, <clears throat> um, uh, Mormont's death scene with the giant—that was that was a tough one. But at least she took out the dang 
that you know zombie white walker death giant that was that was pretty oh, yeah. tight um another one that i thought was really cool was um the way how really with, with melisandre when she when she got in you know she had said that um um i can't i can't remember how dang it i i can't remember how she said it but something about like do you you could go ahead and go to the crypt and she was just like no i'm gonna die you know this 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 oh and where um, he yeah like um she walks in and she's like uh don't worry about executing me davos it's like yes uh i'm not gonna live to i'm like i'm not gonna live past dawn anyway or something like that absolutely like, and then and then that's that's exactly you know she took off her her jewelry and just kind of walked out towards the distance and then you sort of seen her just completely age until she collapsed and i thought that was pretty tight as well too you know to 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 wrap up her story as well well if it's uh, wrapped up i'm assuming it is no for sure well i mean they still have uh they still have the um advocates for that for that group around you know because even as you saw like what was it in uh in mirin you know like they yeah. still had followers yeah. for the lord of light <laughs> So it's it's still gonna be out there. It's still gonna be like one of the like new religion. Well, I guess that you you consider it the new religion, you know, because yeah. of um, what was it the saying like by by the old gods and the new or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, man. Well, so um, so listeners and and followers, um, there's definitely gonna be probably some change in in the fantasy lineup uh, tomorrow in in um. Uh, what is it? Is it Thrones Fantasy? Um, yep. We'll have to screenshot it and take a look once uh, the leaderboards are updated. Um, yeah, the, it, just with the, all the action and stuff that happened tonight, um, I am impressed that I wrote down as many notes as I did. Um, <laughs> and, um, and half of them are legible. Um, that's cool. That, I don't know if I necessarily believe that or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, you know, we'll have, I'm sure we're going to have some new, um, probably possibly, you know, some, some changes on the leaderboard for the, for the fantasy league. So, um, we will screenshot that updated on Facebook and Twitter, um, facebook.com, uh, forward slash beyond the cube podcast and, um, at beyond the cube one, um, that's at Twitter. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll update that and, and do all that stuff. Um, you guys, um, so going forward to the to next episode, um, you know, we did we're not going to get the satisfaction of our theories, which you know is is it is honestly it's kind of a letdown <laughs> to me a little bit. I liked where we were going instead, but um, but um, with uh, yeah, with 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 what happened tonight, with what transpired tonight, um, Leah, what do you um, you know? What do you what do you want to see? You know what 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 do you want to see? What happened next? Um, I'm ready to take King's Landing. Well, yeah, I'm ready for the Lannisters. I'm ready for Cersei to to get a good piece of the action. However, I am concerned because we don't have much of an army left. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, we do have Bran, and maybe Bran can just, uh, what do you call it, just redo the whole uh, White Walker thing uh, for oh, himself. Yeah, you know? But yeah, so. I'm, I am, I'm excited to uh, go to Kick's Landing for sure. That's all I've been waiting on anyway. Mm-hmm. Good point, Vince. Um, 
yeah, so what transpired uh, with what transpired tonight? What do you, uh, you know, what what are you hoping to see? We need a Lannister on the Iron Throne. That's what we need. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Get> out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so gross. There's been one on you for a while. She can't go. She doesn't count. She doesn't count. <laughs> so when you oh, say Lannister, are you are you are you talking Jamie? Are you talking Tyrion? Uh, both. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> both of them. <laughs> what was it? Uh, well, when uh, we call it, well, when Sansa had even said, it, it's like you know, you're the best of all of them. You know, the Tyrion, and he's like, that's a scary thought. Right. So. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But uh, no, I think uh, I don't know. I'm 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 thinking that they're gonna go with the happy ending. Of it sounds like John and uh, Daenerys on the Iron Throne, yeah, and then um, yeah, uh, Sansa being the Lady of uh, the Lady of Winterfell, and then I don't know, probably restore some other people to glory, so that you know it's like almost where the status quo was earlier, you know, like kind of go ahead and basically set it to where it was episode one, like. Maybe actually probably closer to like episode zero or like episode like negative one where like the status yeah. quo was maintained. And then after episode one is where everything started getting thrown off. So I kind of feel like I'm, I'm kind of sad that the uh, high garden isn't going to have any Tyrells there though, you know? Yeah. So I might have to raise up some, uh, raise up some of those bastards too. So <laughs> <clears throat> and so you, I, you know, it, it just, I, I feel like I want, I'm, I'm going to start like I, there's, there's tomorrow. I want to know what the next conspiracy is, you know, or what, what the next theory theory is, mm-hmm. uh, because this is, this sort of feels vanilla. I mean, it was very, it was, um, it was a lot. It, there was, a, there was a lot there, but just storyline wise, um, I, I liked the whole Arya getting the, you know, the motivation to, you know, to, to do what she did. Um, but, but really, th- that was kind of it. Um, so, it, I just, I, I want, I, I don't know. I, I could foresee the next episode being kind of like another story building one where there's not going to be a whole lot of action. And, and there's, there's going to need to be a lot of story development and stuff to really lead to you know, um, the next one. So, um, so I, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and say that, that, I, you know, I think the next one, we're not going to see a whole lot of action and, and it's just going to be a lot of plot development. And, um, you know, I, I also too feel that it is, it is sort of going very storybook, which kind of is sort of, you know, I don't know. I hope it doesn't do it. I, I don't see how it could do it. I feel, I feel like we have too much time for there. You know, there's something gonna, something's going to have to happen. Um, and um, it's it's kind of crazy to think of like with everybody with what with what who's alive, what they had to endure. Um, like a crazy, you know, backstab on something would would kind of be a little bit um, interesting and, and maybe entertaining uh-huh. to watch. So. So I don't know. Um, I, like I said, I'm just right now. I, I'm not going to try to set myself up for. Um, um, I'm not going to try to hype myself up for anything. I'm. I. Uh, I'm just going to think it's just going to be kind of very status quo. So, um, yeah. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll 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 see how that goes. 
No, for sure. So, all right. Um, man, some of the spiel. Uh, go ahead and find us on Beyond the Cube Podcast at or Beyond the Cube Podcast dot com. Uh, go ahead and email at Beyond the Cube Podcast at gmail dot com and find us on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash Beyond the Cube Podcast, as well as on Twitter at at Beyond the Cube One. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can follow um, Vince on Twitter at Kendros. Um, Vince tweets a lot about what he's writing and stuff, and he's updating you guys to let you know that he is writing and when he's writing um, (laughs) and uh, showing support for other authors and stuff, which is really cool and awesome. Um, You can follow me at Twitter at Bobo underscore 815. I tweet a lot of Cubs stuff and a lot of Beyond the Cube stuff, Um, which the Cubs won today, too. So yippee. That's great. Um, hey, Vince, we, um, we, we did something today that we have never done before in Beyond the Cube history, sir. Do you know what that is? Um, man, do two episodes in one day. There it is. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about the other thing about the listens, because that oh! was pretty oh! epic, too. It was down Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Good point. Thank you to all of the amazing listeners, each and every one of you. Um, Vince uh, supplied uh, me today with some news, um, which Vince, go ahead and, and, and give kind of a, a nice announcement for that. No, for sure. Uh, between uh, Spotify and all our website listens, as well as um, through like iTunes and however you choose to listen, uh, we have hit our first thousand downloads of our episodes. And, uh, man, it's, it's just wild. It is amazing. And I cannot, we cannot thank you enough for all the support. (laughs) It's, it's wild. Um, I I did, I, I kind of jokingly, um, you know, cause, cause we do pay attention to, to trends and, and what's, what's, uh, you know, just the numbers and stuff. And, um, I believe I said at the beginning of the month that I was like, dude, let's shoot 4,000. And, um, you know, it is uh, Sunday, uh, April 28th, uh, 2019. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, we, we, we did it. <laughs> That's, that is crazy, um, you guys. So, uh, once again, um, we truly, truly, truly thank you. Um, doesn't matter how you found us, um, you know, just the, the fact that you're listening. Um, we appreciate the listens. So, um, yeah, man. Um, what do you say? We done? We out of here? Yep, we're good. Thank All you, right. everyone. Let me, I want to hear Josiah. All right, get, get Craig out of here. Okay, ready. What a time to be alive. I'm not kidding. It's the best in A15. Well, she says she don't like me on the queue. I said, I don't know what to do with you. I think about love when I'm thinking in the ceiling, see the mind in the queue. Don't stop for no man, no sir. No plans, you talk for an hour, speak of